0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads
1: of America, it's Tony Katz today. Dead man walking, but he's talking. Andrew Cuomo decided to have a press conference. Who decided this was a good idea? Well, he doesn't have a staff anymore, so honestly he had no one to run it by. Holy cow! Now, you got to understand, this started... Well, the news break was going, so we've got some recorded, we've got some live. Really, it's going to take a little time to kind of break down. But let me let me start, because the the whole thing, this whole press conference for Andrew Cuomo, you know Andrew Cuomo has been uh, accused of sexual harassment now 13 times. You've got 11 that were part of the Attorney General's report. You've got two more women. You now have criminal cases coming against the governor of new york you've got the story that he wouldn't hire somebody because she wasn't pretty enough that story just came out then you have what i think is one of the most amazing stories the new york post said that he tried to make a deal with the new york general assembly tony katz tony katz today it's good to be with you 833 got tony 833-468-8669 He tried to make a deal. He tried to make a deal with the General Assembly. And in that deal, he said, Hey, look, I wouldn't run for a second term. I won't run for a second term. I mean, for a fourth term. Just don't impeach me. But now, right now, as we're doing it, pull it up live, Ari. Is he resigning?
2: ...clothes on their backs, and we led the nation in economic justice with that reform. We have managed every emergency Mother Nature could throw at us. Put me up. Fires, floods, hurricanes. He did what everyone said
1: couldn't be done, including myself. He is resigning 14 days from today. He is resigning from office as governor of New York. Knock me over with a feather Uh, I am absolutely positively shocked here's some of what he said I have the recording
2: including sexual harassment now don't get me wrong this is not to say that there are not 11 women who I truly offended there are and for that I deeply deeply apologize I thought a hug and putting my arm around a staff person while taking a picture was friendly, but she found it to be too forward. I kissed a woman on the cheek at a wedding and I thought I was being nice, but she felt that it was too aggressive. I have slipped and called people honey, sweetheart, and darling. I meant it to be endearing, but women found it dated, and offensive
1: well that's a uh, that's one heck of a way to put it man the problem is they all took it the wrong way but he's resigning this is out of control i mean you understand this is all just happened right this is all just happened literally as we took to the air announcing his resignation Ah, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm. my job is to have the words, and right now I'm stunned because there's no part of me that ever thought he owned enough shame to be able to do something like this. So now you got to ask yourself, what was the pressure involved, and say to yourself, that wasn't it. It was not it. It was the politics involved. What is it that Andrew Cuomo is looking to do What is it that Andrew Cuomo would want to do that being impeached and removed from office would prevent him from doing? This is the question. The only question. There is nothing else. Because there's no way he did this just because, all right, all right, I'll go. No big deal. Nope. That's just not the way the man works. That's not the way he works. Anybody who would say otherwise, is out of their head. The lieutenant governor, Kathy Hochul, she will become uh, the the governor of New York. H-O-C-H-U-L is her name. Kathy Hochul. She's been the lieutenant governor since 2015. She's also a Democrat, so don't expect many changes there. The question will be, does this now give her the perfect run-up to continue being governor? This could be a story of New York politics. That's a story for another day. My exact words on Fox News on Sunday was the longer this goes on, the worse this is for Democrats. The longer this goes on, the more they suffer as a party. Now, one could argue he shouldn't even be uh, allowed to resign. He should still be thrown out of office. But this is absolutely incredible. Really, I I must tell you again that I am just shocked beyond shocked and the only thing I can come to is as follows. Something is coming for Andrew Cuomo, meaning some type of opportunity. And being impeached and being removed from office was the thing that was going to keep him from getting it. He looked at his future and said, okay, I wasn't going to be president anyway. Remember last year when they were begging him to run for president? Ah, oh, we, we need you. We can't, can't have a Joe Biden. Right, we need you. Remember last year when he was God's gift? Thank goodness he was there to, to shine the light on on COVID and and uh, you know get us in a, in a in a in a good spot and give us the truth. This is more of Governor Cuomo just moments ago.
2: I'd like to address several issues today. Uh, first, I've always started by telling New Yorkers the facts before my opinion. So let's start New York tough with the truth. The attorney general did a report on complaints made against me by certain women for my conduct. The report said I sexually harassed 11 women. That was the headline people heard and saw and reacted to. The reaction was outrage. It should have been. However, it was also false my lawyers, as you just heard from Rita Glavin, have reviewed the report over the past several days and have already raised serious issues and flaws that should concern all New Yorkers. Because when there is a bias or a lack of fairness in the justice system, it is a concern for everyone, not just those immediately affected. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis in the report. And there is a difference between alleged improper conduct and concluding sexual harassment. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not to say that there are not 11 women who I truly offended. There are. And for that, I deeply, deeply apologize.
1: That's not a guy who's really, you know, he, he's he's going to fight it. He is going to fight it. If he has to court fight it, he always said uh, that he would, these uh, allegations of harassment, but here it is.
2: This is one of the most challenging times for government in a generation. Government really needs to function today government needs to perform it is a matter of life and death government operations and wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing and I cannot be the cause of that New York tough means New York loving and I love New York, and I love you, and everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside
1: Damn. Damn, Governor Andrew Cuomo resigning from office. I only have one question. Did Chris Cuomo write his resignation speech? Because it's not over for Chris Cuomo, who clearly was advising his brother while he was reporting on anything else. Man, this is... It's is one heck of a day. I don't know if there's much else to say. I'm glad we got a chance to share it. I, if you've got thoughts on it, I, I, I'm all ears. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. Meantime, we've got forced vaccinations going on. We've got people absolutely radical about uh, the, the the science and an unwillingness to understand that, well, people make their own decisions. I've got those stories coming up. I'm Tony Katz.
2: Kind of helped him along get situated with the team because for most of that he didn't start, so he kind of didn't start, didn't play a lot of minutes, but when he was in, he was efficient passed and
1: Pentagon forcing vaccinations. I assume this is going to lead to lawsuits. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I got to tell you, man, a couple things just started flying. There ain't nothing but fun on a breaking news day. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So you've got the resignation of Governor Andrew Cuomo in New York. Can't believe it, guys. I said the words. There's absolutely no way this dude resigns. He doesn't have any shame. He has no way to do this. But clearly, there's something else going on, and then I'll get into what that could be. Right. So, so stay with me. Remind me, producer. Ari, you know what? I'll I'll write it down right here. Um, and I'll just give myself a little note. Cuomo lawsuit. All right, we'll just leave it there. We'll get back to it. Then the infrastructure bill passes. Republicans actually voted for this thing because they are holy damn fools. This is the $1.2 trillion package that passed the Senate 69 to 30. 19 Republicans joining in, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. <sighs> I'll break this down in a a, a little bit. Then there's the Pentagon saying, yeah, we're going to force vaccinations on people. And in unrelated but totally related news, the FDA will most probably give approval to Pfizer's vaccine mid-September, which goes right along with the Pentagon saying you have to have a vaccine by mid-September. Can they force the military to do it? The answer is, I don't actually know. I don't know if the military can be forced to do these things. I don't know what the rules are, and I'd be guessing any other way. For the rest of us, though, not in the military, us civilians, the question, of course, has to be whether or not we think people should be forced into vaccines. And I, of course, say no. I think the people who want to force vaccines are unbelievably radical, dangerous, violent people who are not believers in the American way of life. They believe in something else, what I describe as post-Americanism. They don't think the constitution is of value. They think the constitution is in the way. That's what they think. That's what they believe. And they continue to to push this 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 radicalness upon the rest of us. And it's seen time and time and time again. Now, I'm not interested in the radicalness, nor am I interested in being radical. Now, sometimes the act of telling the truth is a radical act. Well, I get that. I do that a lot. But a lot of people have shared with me a video that happened uh, of, of a school board meeting right here in Indiana where a doctor, Dr. Stock, was talking to the school board about covid and well you're not going to stop covid and the vaccines aren't going to stop covid and and the masks don't work and there were parts I agreed with and parts I disagreed with and so i I wanted to know more information before I talked about it and I had people saying why aren't you sharing this video I don't know if they were asking it in that or like why aren't you sharing this video it's uh, social media or an email sometimes you can't tell the the emotions and and the answer is the same because I want to know what the guy is saying and I want to know if it's right I don't believe that I should simply share information because it's sent to me. Oh, yeah, this agrees with your point. is, Is the guy right? I don't know if it agrees with my point. My point is not even my point. When we talk about masks not working, that's not about making a point. It's about we take a look at how the particles work, the size of the particles versus the mass being utilized, and it's just there. Masks in the civilian population do not work against COVID. I don't know why this is shocking. People don't wear masks right. The masks aren't N95. And even an N95 mask in a hospital setting. I mean, it's, it's, it's far better, but think of all the things you have to do to make that work. How would you make that work in a middle school? How do you make that work in people's daily lives? They don't wear masks like that, and they're never going to. Ever, 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 ever. Phil Kirpin, who we turn to a lot to take a look at the data, sharing some some other people's data, Uh, taking a look at uh, community transmission rates, whether it's low to moderate, substantial, or high transmission. If you take a look at no masks or masks required, the difference is nil. It's nil. As we discussed, the difference between mask and not mask wearing is half a percent. That's it. Half a percent. There's nothing more, there's nothing less. Why in the world would you suggest masks if all you've got is half a percent meanwhile he goes on uh and does an interview does dr anthony fauci where he says he hopes that masks don't have any long-term effects on on what do you mean kids health because it could have a long-term effect on kids health and respiratory issues and maybe we're going to see other uh, respiratory viruses other respiratory issues come up like rsv we're able to see this in multiple spots So I talk about it But just because a doctor speaks in front of a school board Doesn't mean I just share the video It's been shared like a million times People can share what they want I'm going to check it Before I share it There's some things that I think the doctor is wrong about Based on what I've observed Well Tony you can't disagree with a doctor Can I disagree with Dr. Fauci? I could disagree with the doctor We'll get more into it guys Andrew Cuomo has resigned, infrastructure has passed. It's a weird day. This is Tony Katz today. So the big story so down, is that Andrew Cuomo has resigned as the governor of new york he'll resign in two weeks by the way he could change his mind you never know you never know tony katz good to be with you tony katz today honestly it should be known as janice dean day it really should don't forget and this is the part that i wanted to get to and 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 i've got a lot of other things to get to today so if, if i don't Hit it uh, for the rest of the show. Just don't, don't, be, don't be angry with me. The news is going to hit it and everything else. So everyone's going to know it's going to happen, and I'll dig into more of it tomorrow. But this all just happened as we were going to air, and I got to tell you, I was surprised. I am absolutely, positively shocked to hear him do it. I can't actually believe that Cuomo resigned. I mean, sorry, this is just stunning
2: gun violence and saving New York City. All that time would be wasted. This is one of the most challenging times for government in a generation. Government really needs to function today. Government needs to perform. It is a matter of life and death government operations. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me, it's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days.
1: Wow. Kathy Hochul is a a, a Democrat, from what I am quickly surmising, nowhere near as left as Democrats want it to be. Some people are like, well, I guess Republicans just lost their shot to win the governor's mansion. Winning the governor's mansion is not easy in New York, but George Pataki did it a couple of times. So it is possible, just a question of probable. And you take a look at what they're doing in New York with uh, the uh, pick of Eric Adams as the Democratic nominee. They they decided to forego the socialist nominees on on the political left. Maybe um, you know, recognizing that this isn't who they are. Maybe it's all just a facade. And this is exactly who they are. So, when taking a look at this resignation, one of the things that I have said to myself is, you know, what what is in it for for. Andrew Cuomo, and what I said was there's got to be something for him on the other side to resign and not have the impeachment. The impeachment wouldn't allow him to to to, to get us something, and I looked at it as financial. Other people, and myself included, said, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe this is the way they're just going to do away with any criminal charges because of the murders in nursing homes, and I say screw that. He should be charged with murder for what he did to seniors in nursing homes, Forcing them to go back with COVID, allowing COVID to spread, not sending them to the Jacob Javits Field Hospital, not putting them on the, on the naval ship Comfort, on the medical ship there. Charged with murder should Andrew Cuomo be. Then, of course, other people said they can't wait for the new show on CNN Cuomo and Cuomo. <laughs> and that's absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. Then there's this horror show, and that is that the Senate has approved the $1.2 trillion infrastructure plan, and Democrats are already on to the $3.5 trillion. Now, yes, there are people pushing for Mitch McConnell to, to sink this thing, to do what he can to sink it. I don't know if he's got what it takes. First, let's talk about this $1.2 trillion and how absolutely terrible it is. It's awful. Digital Equity Act? This is about giving money and engaging in wealth redistribution based on skin color. Some people might call it a reparation. If we're not going to engage helping people with digital infrastructure where they need it, but we're going to do it based on skin color, well, that's got a name for it. Some people might just call it straight-out bigotry. 19 Republicans joined in on this vote, including Mitch McConnell, including Susan Collins, including Rob Portman, a Republican from Ohio. They're just wrong. You know how happy Chuck Schumer is? Finally, he gets a win. Now he's going to get this, and they're immediately going to push the $3.5 trillion plan, which is a wealth redistribution plan, which is the homage from beginning to end to the Green New Deal. They're not even shy about it. Of course it's all about the Green New Deal. Of course it's all about this radical leftism. It's not about infrastructure. If 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 you if you have a plan that's all about uh, childcare, that's not infrastructure. Childcare is not infrastructure. And if you don't want to believe me, you don't have to believe me. You know, I I, I think that that's that's all right. You could believe. Leftist Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts?
0: Uh, no. We are going to now respond to um, the code read for humanity. Uh, We're going to take this as a final warning uh, that we must take bold, dramatic action. Um, The planet is running a fever. There are no emergency rooms for planets, and we have to take action. So we're going to start the debate tomorrow or Wednesday on a green... Inf- a, a green uh, budget resolution uh, that will respond to the code red and in, in that bill we're going to have tax breaks for wind and solar and all electric vehicles and for battery storage technologies uh, we're going to have uh, a clean energy standard uh, we're going to have uh, a civilian climate core uh, we are going to have a, a climate bank to fund projects in every city and town all across our country uh, we're gonna
1: it's, it's not the green New Deal or maybe they think it's, it's going to be everything that's in the, uh, in, in the budget reconciliation one, where they don't need any Republican votes at all. Maybe that one's the Green New Deal.
0: No, without question, the Green New Deal is in the DNA uh, of um, this uh, Green Budget Resolution. Uh, All of the things that are in, we talked about in the Green New Deal. Now, we have to go even further in the years ahead. Uh, We we can't stop here, and it includes increasing the fuel economy standards for the vehicles uh, which we drive. Uh, it, it, It... it means that we have to have a big agreement in Glasgow that brings the whole world together uh, later on this year with President Biden finally having a piece of legislation which passes so that the rest of the world sees that we're serious, that we're the leader and not the laggard. You cannot preach climate temperance from a bar stool yes. You can't be the worst uh, polluter in history and simultaneously tell other company, uh, countries to stop unless you are doing so yourself.
1: We're not the worst polluter in history. What the bloody hell are you talking about? You've got China and you've got India. We've been cutting carbon emissions. We're the worst polluter in history. Maybe that's because we make all the stuff. Do you understand how much these people lie, how despicable and awful they are? Ed Marquis is lying through his teeth, and Democrats are going to support that? What garbage, nonsense people you are. $3.5 trillion and changing America by be engaging, by engaging in this post-Americanism as I've been calling it and I've been describing it. This post-Americanism that says, Constitution be damned, we'll just do things without this. It's unreal what we're witnessing and what we're watching. It is unreal. The, 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 the lengths that they'll go to and proudly constitution be damned merit be damned decency be damned they feel something and you should feel it as well you should deal with it as well these things are coming fast and furious we're going to break down more of it but let's talk about the pravda of today's media that's coming up i'm tony Katz.
0: quick I was loose I was
1: dreaming my I did myself a favor last night and avoided the news network doing a special on representative ocasio Cortez she's an icon she's a strong woman see. Strong people, strong women, and you can be strong and have red lips. She actually said those words, something about lipstick. It's was like, okay, I, I don't need any part of this. I did myself such an incredible favor. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Pravda News Network is, of course, CNN. Oh,
0: I was wondering what you were talking about.
1: <laughs> I, I, I thought that one was evident, but obviously. I, no,
0: I was like, what the hell is Pravda News Network?
1: I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I explained. I mean, it's just embarrassing what they put forth. but they didn't have any Chris Cuomo to go on to uh last night. Chris Cuomo's on vacation or something. Now, who knows with his brother resigning the resignation of Andrew Cuomo man that is a story Tony Katz Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Then there's this. You know we try our best to pay attention to the cultural things happening around here because the top line story of cuomo resigning yes that is actually a big story and there's a reason to talk about it but there are other things that are happening that are affecting your kids right now teen vogue wants your kids to be democratic socialists anybody who has spent time Hearing about the stories out of Teen Vogue knows that it is a radical leftist propaganda machine, speaking of Pravda, that they are absolutely anti-capitalism. They are anti-America. They are absolutely believers in the post-Americanism, and they write about this constantly in different ways. And now you have someone by the name of Calla Walsh, C-A-L-L-A. I've never heard of Calla Walsh a day in my life, uh, lists herself as an organizer. And, and she's got a quote on her Twitter following, that say, on her Twitter feed, that says, Socialism is the people. you afraid of yourself. If you're afraid of socialism, you're afraid of yourself. That's, that's actually what it says. And she writes, the future belongs to young people, but there is no future for us under capitalism. The future belongs to young people, but there is no future for us under capitalism. And the name of the piece is A Socialist Manifesto for Generation Z. Calla Walsh is 17 years old, and no 17-year-old knows anything. The idea that there is no hope for you under uh, under capitalism... No future is a lie, and your parents have lied to you. Your friends have lied to you. Teen Vogue has lied to you. Culture has lied to you. That propagandist, Ocasio-Cortez, has lied to you. They've all lied. I'm sorry that you are subject to so many lies. I think the question is, why are so many lies out there? And the answer is because these people all think that they will be in charge. First, let's be clear. There's no such thing as democratic socialism. It doesn't exist. It's not real. There is socialism, there is communism, that is it. There is Marxism, but there's no democratic socialism. All of these people who adhere to this think that they can somehow create a better world. Somehow they know better, somehow they're smarter, somehow they're anointed by God. They don't actually believe that the foibles of humanity have to be dealt with. They can be fixed. They don't believe in the natural nature of man that can be controlled. And they try and they try and they try and the only way they could try is via the barrel of a gun. Now, maybe Kala doesn't know this or maybe is totally fine with this because if you're somebody who thinks there's no future under capitalism, you believe in hate and despair. What they never figure out is for socialism, nay communism, to actually work, the circles of people who are involved in bringing it about eventually have to be shed like so much pathogen they just have to be dropped. So if you have 100 people who are trying to bring about socialism, in order for socialism to grow, 10 of those people have to be sacrificed for the greater good of the socialism. And then 10 of those people. And then 10 of those people. Eventually, there are four people left who are in charge of their own fiefdoms. Right? Their, their own little... Uh, there's there's a word for it. Oh, the old Russian word. Uh, I can't think of it. They got their own little... little uh, Uh, group, they've got their area, and everybody else doesn't get fresh fruit. How else can it work? You can't have numerous leaders in a socialist society, in a communist society, because those societies are dictatorial. So therefore, you can only have one society. One leadership. One organization. You might have all the people in the world in the Duma, but it doesn't mean that any of them have a say. This is the world that Calla Walsh wants for your kids a 17-year-old who is allowed by Teen Vogue to push what is clearly untrue. So let me ask you, what matters more, the resignation of Andrew Cuomo, or this subversion about your children? It is important that we pay attention to all of the pieces, in all of the places, not just important it's imperative if your kids get teen vogue find this story and tell them how wrong they are capitalism is what sets you free speaking of being free how do we keep doing that against china we're gonna hit hard that's coming up this is tony katz today